Tequila. What's up, y'all? It's your man Ben, and I'm Alan. Join us as we tell stories and have fun. What's going on, y'all? The Tequila Vibe. Yes, it's your man Ben. I'm Alan. We're here again. Today's episode is about numbers. Yes. As it relates to our industry and simple syrup. Yes. And we have done the research because we have to, because we're business owners and because we have a product we believe in and we have people that actually believe in us. So we want to make sure that when we are in these spaces where somebody asks us about our business, we can be able to tell them about it without because we've been there too. Absolutely. <laughs> we have. And it's okay because we listen, we told y'all we're going to build in public, show y'all the good and bad. And yep. me and Ben will be dialing for dollars. We'll be fundraising soon and pitching investors. No investor wants to invest in a business that is stagnant or an industry that is not growing. So we mm-hmm. are educating ourselves and we're just putting in the time. Speaking of time, one of the things that we learned probably earlier this year, maybe like in the spring, we went to this event and we met this man. Um, his name is Alan. I want to say his last name is LeBlanc because I remember he had the same last name as Joey from Friends. So I think that's <laughs> shout him. out to Alan. Yes. Shout out to Alan. And we I wanted to talk to him, but he was just like this illuminated figure that everybody was like clamoring around. And I was like, I, I know I can't waste this time when I talk to him. And Alan was right there. So we had to decide what are we going to ask this man when we have our five minutes? And what did we ask him and what did he tell us, Alan? I think we asked him about just some advice that he had on growing our business and doing this the right way. And Alan went straight to the business plan. I mean, me and Ben probably put about 15 or 20 hours into our business plan. So we did, we, I mean, we took the time, but he said that wasn't enough. He had this term, 100 hours. He said, y'all need to put in 100 hours, not on the business, but on improving the business plan, mm-hmm. understanding the industry, mm-hmm. everything. And that's how we got to the point now where we are super focused on finding out as much as possible about the simple syrup market, what trends are going on, alcohol trends, mocktail trends. Believe you me, I was surprised to know that less people are drinking. Yes, they are, and it's but it's a fact. And what we have to do is ensure that we're making products for everyone, whether they're drinking tequila or they want a non-alcoholic cocktail because they've kicked alcohol and they just kind of, that's behind them. So we're going to prepare a syrup for anyone. Yes, and we also have, we spoke about talking or doing uh, different flavors, which is something that we didn't really talk about before. But there's a reason behind why we want to expand. And it all has to do with the numbers that we've come across. We have to defer to the information that we found in order to make sure that we are going in the right direction and we're not bucking against the system. And if we know we're going in the right direction, then there is still a lane for us to become innovative and a a lane for us to become creative. But we have to know which way it's flowing first. We have to know. And, you know, Ben and I have locked ourselves in. Shout out to the Central Library. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have an excellent space. It's downtown Atlanta. It's the newly rented. Well, it's one of the newest renovated libraries in the city of Atlanta. And they have a ton of meeting space. You just have to go there as long as somebody is not using it. You can rent or you can just utilize a meeting room with smart TVs, very comfortable chairs and tables. And, you know, we've just been getting it in. 
So the numbers that Ben is discussing is something that, you know, we want to hit on and we want to let y'all know about if y'all didn't know. As far as the simple syrup market goes, it will hit $5.98 billion by 2027. Billion, $5.98 billion globally. Listen, and it's growing. It's growing by a compound annual growth rate of 6.2% a year. So the growth is there. You have more consumers wanting to experiment with syrups whether they're making it at home or whether they're out at a bar. Mm-hmm. The global market is about $4.38 billion. It hit that number last year. This year, at the end of this year, it'll be at $4.7 billion. And uh, we live in Atlanta, which we is do. in the United States of America. It is. And North America, of all regions of the world, North America has the largest share of the simple syrup market, which is good for us because... We're going to take over Atlanta and Georgia, and we're going to expand. But right now, the North American market, people that live in North America, are buying the most simple syrup in the world. For now. For now. Because it can always change. (laughs) Oh, it will. Everything always changes. It always changes. But one country or one area specifically that is on the cusp of that change and getting ready to see some growth is the Asia-Pacific countries now you may just be thinking oh you know like china and the other asian countries that i can't name because i'm slow (laughs) but you would be right if you said japan because japan is one of them thailand is also another one of them i've been to thailand i've been to japan i have a wonderful thailand story that we'll tell you at another time but australia australia yes australia is in the Asia-Pacific market, and it's poised for growth. People everywhere like to drink, and people everywhere like to even experiment with syrups for non-alcoholic drinks. It's the fastest-growing region. It is. It is. It's going to be nipping at North America's heels before you know it. It is. And another thing about the uh, market over there, you have to think about the different kind of flavors. We have become accustomed to the things that we know here in America because we're Americans. So it's easy for us to think, oh, there's a maybe a, a strawberry flavor syrup or like an apple and cinnamon flavor syrup, something like that. You know, those are our go-to flavors that they're like comforts for us. In different parts of the world, they have different fruits and different herbs that we could also incorporate into our serves that nobody would even be thinking about, like like lychee. Like if you had a, I mean, if you ever had a lychee martini, imagine lychee in a syrup. I think that would be kind of dope, and it would definitely pair well with a lot of Asian dishes, like Asian infused dishes. We could come up with something like a. We probably should just do it anyway. Just get some oh, absolutely, and do it. absolutely. <laughs> Prepare no. for our time in Asia. Yeah, and I told Ben, you know, experimentation is what we're going to have to do. And we want y'all to be patient with us. You know, listen, we love the basil and the jalapeno syrup, but we must challenge ourselves and we must put ourselves in the lab to experiment with different flavors. Some flavors may be terrible. We toss those out and keep experimenting. No, we've done it. But Ben is the chef. So actually, I want to ask Ben, ask you, Ben. Are there any flavors that are in your head right now that you had a goal of experimenting with in particular? I'm glad you asked. I was at an event last night, the Garden. Shout out to the Garden. Garden, let's go. The Garden, Five Points Garden. Thank you, Marta. What is y'all catchphrase? I'm Marta Atlanta. What is it? Marta Smarta. 
Really? That's it. <laughs> I didn't know and that. The tra- we're getting more people here every day. So if you if you're not on Marta, you're gonna suffer. Listen, that's Mart- it. Marta is clutch. Any place that you need to go, you can find a Marta station and just walk to the other place. You get your exercise, you get to save money, you ain't gotta be in traffic. Shout out to Marta all day. But that's where our garden is. And last night there was a, a reception for people that have plots at the garden. And this one lady came in. And she had something called kiwi berries. I've never heard of that before. And the first thing I thought was like, damn, that'd probably be good in the syrup. So I'm thinking about doing that somehow. A kiwi because who who got that? Ain't nobody got that. Nobody has it. Nah. Nobody has it. And just y'all from a business standpoint, what we've you know, and I told Ben, I went to a fundraiser for a nonprofit that the city council office I work with, partners with, and the bartender there, I was just talking to her, getting feedback, and what she said is the more rare the syrup that we can produce, honestly, in terms of a price point, bars and restaurants are more than willing to pay a little more than the market rate for a rare syrup. They're not going to go through the steps to do it themselves if it's super rare. And so that's just something that we just take note of. I told Ben, we're listeners. We don't know everything. We do not. We do not know everything. And there's ways of thinking of something that we just have to respect. If somebody gives us some advice, we will not dismiss good ideas. And mm-hmm. we will always go to the drawing board and just see how we can improve. I think for us specifically, because of how everything started, it was just kind of like, yeah, we got these jalapenos. And now you think about everything that you can do with a jalapeno. There was this one young lady that I met last night, and she kept, and I don't know if maybe this was divine intervention or whatever, but I gave out our digital business card to a couple people, got some good feedback, had some good conversations, and this one young lady, she's like, I'm really excited about your jams. And I was like, yeah, and I'm like, my shoes? All right, cool. And she kept just saying jam. She's like, oh, yeah, because I'm really about this jam. And I'm like, I guess that's another thing we could make. We could make some jam. We could. So I I, I think it's it's definitely a lot that we can do. And Ben will tell you, and I will tell you, the harvest has been amazing this year. Oh, yeah. We have so much excess that, to be honest with you, coming up with other ideas of baking uh, of making different items with the produce is an option it is and i mean we've look we're running out of freezer space for jalapenos you know ben and i actually given this weather i mean how it feels today when we go back to our garden we might have a hundred more jalapenos waiting for us even though we picked a hundred just a week and a half ago. They are still And growing. we may have more basil that comes through. So we might, I mean, we're more than likely going to also sell the basil and the jalapenos at a farmer's market along with the syrup. Mm-hmm. So it's, the possibilities are endless. So it's great to hear that people have, are excited about what we're doing. And listen, all options are on the table. Oh, and they should be because we're still growing. Yeah, we're still growing. Still and growing. I mean, that's the beauty of just having a product that you're growing on your own, there's just multiple uses. There's multiple uses, and from a sustainability standpoint, making other things with the jalapenos and basil are better than having to throw it away because it goes bad, and we don't want to do that. We do not. And I will say I want to go back to this 100 hours thing because I just want to motivate anyone who's listening. If you have a business, I don't know. You know, some of y'all may have put in 100 hours. I'm not going to doubt that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you have to be honest with yourself. 
if you have not put in 100 hours, you might as well do it because mm-hmm. don't avoid it. It's the hard part. We know we also avoided it mm-hmm. in terms of just everything else that we were having to do because we also still bartend for the business. Yeah. But you have to face the fire and understand your business inside and out. And you will discover a lot of things you will. by sitting in a room and just studying. And there's always room for improvement. A lot of y'all didn't, you know, some people might not even put 10 hours into their business plan. Some people may have had somebody else write the business plan for them because, again, they were trying to avoid getting in the weeds. Right. But if you want to be an expert, we advise you to get in the weeds. Alan is very successful. Mm-hmm. He didn't say this for no reason. Mm-mm. He probably did 100 hours himself. He might have did two. Mm-hmm. And so there is, I want to emphasize that there is no shortcut around the grind Mm -mm. we all don't listen to these influencers out here Mm -mm. who are trying to tell you that there's a shortcut Mm -mm. there is no shortcut so we want to emphasize there is no shortcut to anything no um and uh that's just what it is i've always said if you are so quick to take the elevator to success you're gonna miss a lot of steps so Certain things, <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like, you have Very to, true. there are certain things you have to do that you don't want to do, but you got to do them. And once you do them, then that's n- something else for your skill set that you can always be like, well, I already did that. I did yeah. that. I did that. You can't do that if you're already where you want to be and you haven't taken the time to learn. Then you're just going to be surrounded by a bunch of people looking at you like, oh, well, how you get here? Absolutely. Yeah. And then the deal is, if you don't put in the work, and you start trying to raise money, and then the investors who are very savvy and smart ask you questions mm-hmm. that you don't know the answer to, they may, may not invest. They may not. They may it's going to be bad, and you're going to look like a fool, or you're going to look like somebody that's not serious. So it's best to be overprepared and just put in the work. Me and Ben are advocates of the public library, wherever <laughs> you yes. live. And to be yes. honest with you, y'all need to be real with yourselves. The city that you live in, probably has a library that's not being utilized enough. You paid for the library, mm-hmm. but you're not going there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we encourage y'all to get your 100 hours in at yes. the library. Yes. So Public spaces. Public spaces, man. Public spaces. Do it. This is our episode. We're wrapping it up. Uh, we hope that you learned a little bit more about the Simple Syrup Market. We hope for you to join us on the next episode. Yes, sir. All right. We out. All right. Thank you so much for listening to The Tequila Vibe. Now, take a shot. Follow us and leave a review wherever you listen to podcast audio.